welcome to today's show, Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess, passionate, inspirational speaker, author, poet, and entrepreneur. Good morning, and welcome to Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I'm delighted that you joined me this morning. Today is Wednesday, February 7th. I want to give a big thank you to those of you who are listening today all around the world. I'm delighted and so grateful that you tuned in. I sure hope you're enjoying a fabulous day and that you're having a fantastic week. Because you know what? In the grand song of the universe, life is very, very short. (laughs) It's short and sweet and very precious. So, I hope you're making a difference in your own life, because when you do, you also make a difference in someone else's life. Now, a lot of folks want to make their life count for something, and they ask me, Dr. Gloria, how do you do that? It's very, very simple, really simple. You make your life count day by day, step by step, moment by moment, every single day, 365, 24-7. That's what Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count, is all about. You can learn more about Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count by visiting the Gloria Burgess website. That's G-L-O-R-I-A, B as in boy, U-R-G-E-S-S dot com. That's the Gloria Burgess website, G-L-O-R-I-A-B-U-R-G-E-S-S dot com, or by visiting my Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash D-R-G-L-O-R-I-A-B-U-R-G-E-S-S-P-H-D forward slash. Now today... I want to talk with you about one of my favorite topics. It's all about daring to wear your soul on the outside, daring to live out loud. Specifically, I'm going to focus on an individual who has stepped up, who said, you know what, I want more in my life. I want to be more, I want to know more, and I want to serve more. I hope this story about this individual who transformed her life will inspire you as it has inspired me. And if you're inspired, I will share more about how you two can make that same kind of shift in your life. Later in today's program, I'll share some resources with you so you can do exactly that. So you can equip yourself to make the kind of difference in your life that you will hear about in this inspiring story that I want to share with you today. So once again, folks, today's focus is daring to wear your soul on the outside. It's all about daring to live out loud. So it's time to sit back, relax, make yourself a cup of tea or coffee, or get yourself a nice cool glass of water, put your feet up, and relax in your favorite chair. And don't forget your notebook or your pen and notepad, because you're going to want to take some notes today. We're going to have a great time. Now, before I jump into today's show, I want to just take a moment to welcome you. 
If you're just joining us, I'm your host, Dr. Gloria. This is Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I'd like to extend a special welcome to those of you who are joining my show or if you're joining Talk Network Radio for the very first time. You're in for a real treat. I'm excited to have you listening in today, and I'm deeply honored that you've allowed me to be part of your day so you can be inspired by the ideas and resources to make your life count. Today's program is all about daring, daring to wear your soul on the outside, or as some people say, daring to live out loud. It's a very important topic, so you can enjoy the life you love a life of joy, and a life of service. One of my favorite poets, Muriel Rukeyser, reminds us that the world is not made up of atoms. The world is not made up of atoms. So if it's not made up of atoms, then what is it made of? Well, I'm so glad you asked. It's made up of stories. I just love that. Now, let's just think about that for a moment. No matter where you live in the world, you hear stories, right? You hear stories from the time you're born. You hear stories as a little babe in arms. You hear stories told around the dinner table or around the hearth. Stories when you go to school, in the lunchroom, and in the hallways. Stories when you're ready to leave school, when you're ready to graduate and perhaps move on to college. And then when we apply to college or university, they ask us to share stories about why we want to go there, right, and what we hope to accomplish. And then once we arrive, we hear stories about that college or university. And then more stories as we move through our studies and into the workplace. And you know what? Even there, we hear story after story, after story. So stories, then, are a very big part of our lives, so much so we don't even realize their presence or power in our lives. Did you know that stories are how we make meaning, how we make sense of our world, how we chart and navigate the many different waters of our life? They help us move through the many moments, hours, and days of our lives. In many cultures all over the world, stories are actually revered as medicine. Yes, stories as medicine. Now, what exactly does that mean? In fact, stories are called medicine and revered as such because they help ground us. And when we lose our way, as we often do in this fast-paced, ever-evolving world, stories are the medicine that enable us, that help us to come home, to help us come back and realign with who we are. They help us come back into harmony with who we are and whose we are, who we belong to. Now, this is true whether we're talking about an individual person, a family, a community, a team, or an organization. I was with a client just a couple of days ago, and our specific focus was on team building. 
Now, the resources we used for team building to get us from here to there were stories. <laughs> In other words, we looked at what stories needed to be surfaced and made visible so that we could become intentional about doing what was necessary to become the best possible team, right? To put our best foot forward, so to speak, to do the best work in serving our stakeholders. Stories are very, very powerful medicine. Poet and author Mark Nepo reminds us that stories are small doses of what matters. And he says, it is the telling, it is the telling that releases the medicine, the telling that soothes our pain and shares our joy. I love that. I'm going to repeat it. He says, stories are small doses of what matters. And it is the telling that releases the medicine, the telling that soothes our pain and shares our joy. Now, in the language Kiswahili, the words Harbarigani mean, what's the news? Or, what's happening now? Habarigani, what's the news? Or, what's happening now? In the next little while, I will share with you small doses of what's happening now, of what matters in the lives of ordinary people, including people who are very close to me. In fact, I want to share one particular story with you today. And this story that I'm going to share breathes the timeless, universal truths of what I call the seven sacred promises. They are truths that mentor us in ways of being that are older than time. Truths that breathe just beneath the surface of our ever-busy lives. They're truths that when we make them visible in our life, we can actually draw on them with conscious intention to shape our daily choices, actions, and decisions. So what are the seven sacred promises? They are gratitude, faith, love, vision, integrity, creative action, and legacy. Now you hear me talk about these promises every week on this show in one way or another. Today you will hear more about them through the inspiring story I want to share with you. This story begins with a small dose of what matters. And it's taken from some of the big themes in one of my poems. And that poem is called Song to Myself. Now, all of the stories that I'm going to share with you over the next several weeks, and this story in particular, are about people just like you and me. How is that? Well, because these people care. <laughs> they care about themselves, they care about one another, and so do we. We want to leave the world a little bit better off than the way we found it. And as stewards of the future, we dare to wear our souls on the outside, to be in right relationship with ourselves, and to be in right relationship with others. As instruments of soul, we sound the way for others in our immediate circles 
and beyond. Did you know that you, you are a magnificent story? And as you live your life, you're actually painting. You're painting on the canvas of your soul. At the end of my sharing these inspiring stories over the next several weeks, I'm going to invite you to give voice to your own story. So you too can respond to that very important question, Habari Ghani, what's happening now? I'm going to invite you to draw from the deep wellspring and transformative power of your own true voice. Until then, I trust that you will be moved by these stories of hope, radiance, and celebration. As you encounter each person, each individual soul, I want you to feel the sweet shimmer of your own story and hear the resonant power, the powerful medicine of your true voice. I also trust that you will bask, just bask in the joy and inspiration of these stories, allowing them to illuminate your sacred life path. I trust that you will accept the gifts they offer so you can pass these stories on and faithfully serve others by lighting the path for someone else. Now, I invite you to get cozy, (laughs) sip a cup of tea or your favorite coffee or, or grab your earbuds and running shoes, right? But join me. Join me and we're going to sit by the hearth, right? We're going to just sit by the fire to hear the good news. I begin this story as I begin all the other stories with a brief excerpt from my poem, Song to Myself. I want to know if you will throw away your cloak and show your heart, if you will dare to wear your soul on the outside. Now today, I want you to meet a very special person. I've known her for almost 30 years, a dear friend. Her name is Eliza. Her journey with breast cancer offers many, many lessons for all of us. Now, when I spoke with her to learn about what's happening on her journey, I greeted Eliza with, Habari Ghani, hey, what's the news? Here is Eliza's inspiring story. When my friend was diagnosed with with breast cancer, she was shocked but not devastated, like some of us would be upon hearing such a report. In fact, Eliza, I mean, she's just so warm and outgoing. You know, she's one of those take-charge kind of people. (laughs) And her luminous spirit was quite evident throughout her journey with cancer. Shortly after her diagnosis, and long before she actually began radiation therapy, Eliza began her own process toward healing. Now, what exactly did she do? Well, she began visualizing 
visualizing the x-rays flowing into her body as healing waves of energy. Now, did you catch that? Listen again. She began visualizing the x-rays flowing into her body as healing waves of energy. Now, this is before she started treatment, right? Not only did she visualize the x-rays as healing waves of energy, she also named them. She named these redemptive agents of hope and light, calling them radiant beams. I, I just love that. Now, during the many months of her treatment, Eliza wanted to be sure to stay connected with her family and her many friends. So she created a newsletter to tell the story about her journey with cancer. One of the stories she shared was this one. I'm celebrating the conclusion of this portion of my journey with cancer by going to Georgia to visit my son, Greg. I'm leaving on October 4th. I'll be gone for five days. I can't wait. <laughs> Greg is taking me to the Georgia National Fair in Perry, Georgia, wherever that is. I have no idea. <laughs> there will be no doubt, wonderful and lots of it, southern food. Life is good. Now, did you notice that in Eliza's story, she cast a vision for herself? Now, vision is one of the seven sacred promises. Now, for Eliza, it didn't matter if she had good news or, or not so good news to share. She decided to share it in her newsletter. And she always included a simple note of thanksgiving and inspiration. That's so like Eliza. In another story she wrote, I can't believe it's been almost a year since I encountered cancer. I found the lump Halloween weekend was diagnosed in November, had surgery in December, then for six weeks in January and part of February encountered radiant beams. Then, finally, I was infused with chemo drugs for six months. Wow! Phew! <laughs> it has been some journey. Eliza continued her story. She says, I'm looking forward to new and different things this coming year. Once again, my thanks to all of you who've been so supportive throughout this enlightening experience. Your cards, words of encouragement, and prayers have meant more to me than you can know. I count myself blessed to have so many wonderful and caring friends. Now, Eliza's one of those people who's always ready to reach out and serve other people. So she closed her newsletter this way. Here's the thought for the day. When a mighty ship is moored in the harbor, it's safe. But mighty ships were not built to remain in the harbor. You know what? <laughs> She's right. Mighty ships are not made for harbor. They are not made to be stuck standing in still waters. Mighty ships are made to be put out to sea. They're made to be out on the wide, open, expansive ocean. Just like us. They're made to be all they can be. You might even say, 
They were made to live out loud. (laughs) Now, Margie's blessings continue to just flow and flow and flow. Her positive energy creates that, that beam that just shines out into her family, into her neighborhood, into her workplace, with her clients, and beyond. Why? Well, it's because she said yes. Yes to God's legacy for her. She said yes to daring to wear her soul on the outside. And for Margie, wearing her soul on the outside, living out loud is something she does every single day, no matter where she is or who she's with. Gloria, I can't imagine living any other way. Thank you. Thank you for asking me to share my story and for encouraging me always to live out loud. Now, I began Eliza's story with these lines from my poem, Song to Myself. I want to know if you will throw away your cloak and show your heart, if you will dare to wear your soul on the outside. You know what? When we live out loud, it makes all the difference, doesn't it? Sometimes people ask me, Dr. Gloria, doesn't it, doesn't it, doesn't it hurt to live out loud? Doesn't it hurt to wear your soul on the outside? Well, the alternative is not living out loud, and that hurts a whole lot more. In fact, that's what keeps you stuck. That's what keeps you living in fear. That's what keeps you in your comfort zone. It keeps you from stepping fully into the life that God has planned just for you. As I've said before, don't let fear hold you captive. Why? Because it will steal your joy. It will steal your soul. It will just suck the marrow, the life right out of your bones. We were made to stand and to speak in the amazing power of our own true voice. That's what daring to live out loud is all about. Well, I hope this story about Eliza and her journey with cancer has inspired you today. I know it's inspired me. Now, I'm going to share my entire poem with you so you can hear how Eliza's story fits in to the overall context of the poem. Now, you all know that I coach and consult with leaders all the time, and I also write and speak about leading and leadership, specifically focused on values-based leadership. My clients love it because I'm one of the few leadership coaches and consultants who does that. Now, my clients, you know, they often want me to tell them more about my life, to share more of my own story with them. And I do. And I often share this poem with them as well. Because my story actually lives and breathes inside of this poem. So I simply tell them, if you really, really want to know more about me, just read or listen to my poem. Let me share it with you. Song to Myself. 
It doesn't matter to me what you do or where you work. I want to know who you are when the sun goes down. And if you are willing to put everything on the line to fulfill your soul's desire. It doesn't matter to me how much bread you can afford to put on your own table. I want to know if you will knead and wait and bake the bread and share your blessings at someone else's table. I want to know if you can look into the eyes of the young woman who sleeps with fear each night, the one who dared to walk away from the hands that pummeled her. I want to know if you can share her pain. It doesn't matter to me what neighborhood you live in or what kind of car you drive. I want to know what drives you, what compels you to follow your soul's longing. I want to know what pierces your heart, awakens you at night, and inspires you to devote yourself to whomever or whatever moves you. I want to know how many times you've opened your heart and extended a hand to your homeless sister or brother. I want to know if you will sit in the quiet, dark hours between midnight and dawn listening to another's heart song. It doesn't matter to me how many unspeakable secrets you have. I want to know if you will share your secrets to liberate your demons so they don't devour you or those you love. I want to know if you will risk looking foolish to embrace your bliss. I want to know if you will grasp the sleeve of a nameless elder stumbling on his way and lead him in from the cold. I want to know if you will throw away your cloak and show your heart, if you will dare to wear your soul on the outside. It doesn't matter to me how many mountains you've climbed or will climb. I want to know if you've fallen down in the valley of despair. I want to know if you've scarred your knees on the stones of self-abandonment. I want to know how long you've been hidden in the shadows of hypocrisy, prejudice, addiction, abuse. I want to know if you will stop to light a candle and pray with others who will surely wander there. It doesn't matter to me what you say you will do for others. I want to know if you will act with courage and conviction if you will daily cradle the frail hand of your mother when she no longer knows your name. 
I want to know if you will look into the hazel, gray, or ebony eyes of a stranger and say yes, yes, to affirm your sister, your brother, yourself. I want to know if you will take the time to be still, call the names, and pass the cup to honor the ancestors who cleared a path and broke new ground for you and your children. It doesn't matter to me that you have a past. I want to know if you will celebrate your present, if you will take a stand, declare yourself, sing, I am, I am, boldly and with rejoicing, not only to the stars at night, but to anyone, anywhere, without apologies or regrets. I want to know. Wouldn't it be wonderful? Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could all take a stand and declare ourselves, declare ourselves and sing, I am, boldly and with rejoicing, declare ourselves by lifting up and celebrating the awesome, incredible power of our own true voice. Because you know what? That's how God made us. That's how he made us. He didn't make us to cower or to hide out or to believe what the world would have us believe, that we're missing something, that we're insufficient, that we're not enough. We are children of the Most High. We are made to stand up and be counted. And when you can stand up and declare yourself, you can help Someone else do the same. You actually give them permission, right? When you make that kind of difference in your own life, you can make that kind of difference not only in your own life, but in somebody else's too. That's how you do it. Day by day, step by step, moment by moment, smile by smile, every single day, 365 24-7. Now you can learn more about the ideas and resources I shared with you today. And in particular, you can learn more about the story I shared with you. You can also find resources to equip and inspire you to make your life count by visiting the Gloria Burgess website. That's www.gloriaburgess.com. Gloria Burgess G-L-O-R-I-A-B-U-R-G-E-S-S dot com. If you missed any part of this week's broadcast or last week's show, or any show for that matter, you can listen to the podcast at your convenience. You can even listen to it on the go. Check us out at talknetworkradio.com. That's talknetworkradio.com forward slash Legacy Living, all squished together as one word, Legacy Living, L-E-G-A-C-Y-L-I-V-I-N-G. 
Before I close, I want to thank each of you for tuning in to today's show, for allowing me to share a bit about my journey with what legacy living is all about. Not just living and learning, but living and learning and serving so that you make a difference in your own life and in the lives of others. It's about being on purpose every single day, 365, 24-7. Legacy living is one of the many, many ways to make your life count. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me for today's show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess, and this has been Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. Please join me again next week right here on Talk Network Radio for another show of Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. We're here again next Wednesday, 10 a.m., right here, Talk Network Radio. Don't just count the days in your life. Make the days in your life count. That's what legacy living is all about. Have a fantastic day. And remember, make the days in your life count. God bless. That's our show today. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess. I hope you'll join me again next week. Until then, don't just count the days in your life. Make the days in your life count. That's what legacy living is all about. Here's to you. Have a fantastic day. Be sure to make it a yes kind of day. And remember, celebrate. Celebrate the music of your life. Make the days in your life